Section two of In Tune with the Universe by Ralph Waldo Trine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Supreme Fact of the Universe. The great central fact of the universe is that spirit of infinite life and power that is behind all, that animates all, that manifests itself in and through all, that self-existent principle of life from which all has come and not only from which all has come but from which all is continually coming if there is an individual life there must be of necessity an infinite source of life from which it comes if there is a quality or a force of love there must be of necessity be an infinite source of love whence it comes if there is wisdom there must be the all-wise source behind it from which it springs the same is true in regard to peace the same in regard to power the same in regard to what we call material things there is then this spirit of infinite life and power behind all which is the source of all this infinite power is creating working ruling through the agency of great immutable laws and forces that run through all the universe that surround us on every side every act of our everyday lives is governed by these same great laws and forces every flower that blooms by the wayside springs up grows blooms fades according to certain great immutable laws every snowflake that plays between earth and heaven forms falls melts according to certain great unchangeable laws in a sense there is nothing in all the great universe but law if this is true there must of necessity be a force behind it all that is the maker of these laws and a force greater than the laws that are made this spirit of infinite life and power that is behind all is what i call god i do not care what term you may use be it kindly light providence the oversoul omnipotence or whatever term may be most convenient i care not what the term may be as long as we are agreed in regard to the great central fact itself god then is this infinite spirit which fills all the universe with himself alone so that all is from him and in him and there is nothing that is outside indeed and in truth then in him we live and move and have our being he is the life of our life our very life itself we have received we are continually receiving our life from him we are partakers of the life of god and though we differ from him in that we are individualized spirits while he is the infinite spirit including us as well as all else beside yet in essence the life of god and the life of man are identically the same and so are one they differ not in essence in quality they differ in degree there have been and are highly illumined souls who believe that we receive our life from god after the manner of a divine inflow and again there have been and are those who believe that our life is one with the life of god and so that god and man are one which is right both are right both right when rightly understood in regard to the first if god is the infinite spirit of life behind all whence all comes then clearly our life as individualized spirits is continually coming from this infinite source by means of this divine inflow in the second place if our lives as individualized spirits are directly from are parts of this infinite spirit of life 
then the degree of the infinite spirit that is manifested in the life of each must be identical in quality with that source the same as a drop of water taken from the ocean is in nature in characteristics identical with that ocean its source and how could it be otherwise the liability to misunderstanding in this latter case however is this in that although the life of god and the life of man in essence are identically the same the life of god so far transcends the life of individual man that it includes all else beside in other words so far as the quality of life is concerned in essence they are the same so far as the degree of life is concerned they are vastly different in this light is it not then evident that both conceptions are true and more that they are one and the same both conceptions may be typified by one and the same illustration there is a reservoir in a valley which receives its supply from an inexhaustible reservoir on the mountainside it is then true that the reservoir in the valley receives its supply by virtue of the inflow of water from the larger reservoir on the mountainside it is also true that the water in the smaller reservoir is in nature in quality in characteristics identically the same as that in the larger reservoir which is its source the difference however is this the reservoir on the mountainside in the amount of its water so far transcends the reservoir in the valley that it can supply innumerable number of like reservoirs and still be unexhausted and so in the life of man if as i think we have already agreed however we may differ in regard to anything else there is this infinite spirit of life behind all the life of all and so from which all comes then the life of individual man your life and mine must come by a divine flow from this infinite source and if this is true then the life that comes by this inflow to man is necessarily the same in essence as is the infinite spirit of life there is a difference it is not a difference in essence it is a difference in degree if this is true does it not then follow that in the degree that man opens himself to this divine inflow does he approach to god if so it then necessarily flows in that degree that he makes this approach does he take on the god powers and if the god powers are without limit does it not then follow that the only limitations man has are the limitations he sets to himself by virtue of not knowing himself end of section two